Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi. Into sexy, unique, unique podcast. podcast. Tough Sicilian bitches. Bilches. Tough Sicilian. Tough Sicilian bilches. Tough Sicilian bilches. Tough Sicilian milfs. Tough Sicilian britches. I put on my tough Sicilian britches today. Yeah, you did. I just got up and. You slapped on a, a good face and carried on with your fucking day. Slapped on some uh, yoga pants and a sports bra, put a fleece on. I'm wearing jeans. I wore sneakers today in my house. I have my hair gelled. I got my, I shaved yesterday. I have Mederma for this giant fucking, because I pick my fucking acne when I'm stressed. And I've been there. I put Moderna on. I literally the last week looked like faces of meth. <laughs> no, I, I like I, I picked so hard at my forehead and right. I'm sorry, this is gross. No, say it. And I was say like, your gross holy truth. shit. And Simon, Simon and I, I was like, I look like I'm kind of like a meth person right now. And he was like, he's like, yeah, just don't pick your face. And I was like, it's <laughs> true. You're like, so you're saying I look like a meth head? You get. Like, I did though. Body. I was like, oh, it was dark you know what we've all been there that's my truth and listen if there's anyone like i it's a truth and it's part of my anxiety i like when i have like a zit or something i don't even have that much but i do get breakouts and when i do break out i pick at my face and it's it's a nervous thing i think and it's like it's not good and it's it can cause scarring and i'm sure there are other people out there who do the same thing oh there are tons of other people out there that pick and it's, I'm not, it's not good. And, you know, I usually, Simon is really good at extractions. Like he has like a whole kit. Okay. And he's very precise. So I should just let him do it, but I don't all the time. So I'm like secretly in the, and he's like, he goes, don't pick your face. And I go in the bathroom and I'm like, and then I come out and I'm like, bleed. I'm like, you're literally Stigmata. the girl from like the scary stories to tell in the dark that had like a spider crawl out of her fucking face. So scary. Did you see that movie ever, by the way? No. Oh, I wanted to it see bad. it. Kind of looks scary. I might watch the, it. The stories were so like the books were truly so bone chilling to me that I don't think anything can replicate that. They're pretty fucked up, but like the movie kind of looks like it might bring that energy yeah. somewhat. I need some scary stories in the like, dark heads to weigh in and tell me if I should watch it. Yay or I w- nay? 
I was excited because I knew Guillermo del Toro was involved in it, and I was excited. But I feel like they they made it look like it looked like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, like if you're gonna do it, do like a truly scary vignette of like nightmare stories that aren't that don't have, like I don't want to see kids like being yeah. like plucky. I'm so sick. I'm ready for this trend of like plucky children uncovering something supernatural together. I'm so end over it. it. Yeah, end it. it. Between fucking Millie Bobby Brown and the new It movies, like I'm, I can't. Also, really, It too got away with true murder because that was one of the worst fucking movies I've ever fucking seen in my life. You told me about it. there's and like no a one bashing, like, right? Justice. Oh, there's like a total gay bashing, but like justice for me having to sit through that piece of trash movie and like and the world just like refusing to admit that that movie was true garbage i will not see it i don't want to see xavier dolan get skull bashed no it was so bad and not and like that was actually one of the better parts so if that tells you anything then (laughs) you really need to like you love to see it you love to see it, um, uh, but yeah, I, I I've been. I'm sick of kids because of the, the yeah. Yeah, I'm sick of like <laughs> yeah. That's how I speak when I like when I get when I like stammer a little. I'm like the blurches. <laughs> nut. <laughs> nut. <laughs> nut. Um. <laughs> I I think maybe just because of the mood of the world right now, I've I've been wanting to watch like apocalyptic movies. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. I watched this movie the other day that was actually really. It was on. I found it on on demand. Uh, last night we watched Overlord with Wyatt Russell, Kurt <gasps> okay. Russell, and Go- who's so I love Wyatt Russell. Hot. He's such a stud. Um. He really looks like Kurt. It's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a World War II like zombie movie. And then I watched another zombie movie with these two. I think it was an indie movie. It's called The Battery. It's these two like no name actors. It was really good. It was like these two friends who were like these like ex baseball playing like kind of annoying bros who are traversing like the back roads of New England together while this zombie apocalypse is happening. Cool. And it's like them like not really liking each other and being like dicks to each other while this is all happening. It's good. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I watched um In Fabric, which was mm. so good. And I was telling needs Carrie that he needs to see it because it has a lot of like Suspiria energy to it, and there's like very witchy Suspiria esque characters in it. And I think that it would speak to his soul. Yeah. I like plus it's like a haunted dress. It's like a cursed dress. I've never really seen a movie about like a cursed dress and it really yeah. like soothes me. I like I want to see movies about like I'm yearning for just like dark fucked up movies about cursed things that are beyond our control. Like like a dr- like a dress or like a car or like go- would, I like like um, ghosts like type of things. I've never seen Christine and I think I actually need to see that. I'm like, yeah. Preach I haven't girlfriend. seen it either. Ooh. We should maybe Ooh. do a watch party of it or something. Yeah. 
House party. House party. Um, house party. Yeah. Yeah. You went. Laura went. House party. <laughs> the house party. <laughs> um. Yeah, I liked. I was so bummed last year though because Pet Cemetery sucked. Pet Cemetery. I hope that everyone involved with that movie got laid off. But I feel I like was they so, definitely didn't because it was a box was, office success. I was so bummed and I was offended. You know what's awful and part of an awful, like an awful part of getting older mm-hmm. is that you realize how many stupid fucking idiots are out there in the world. And it becomes, she is revealed over and over and more and more. With she every will be year. revealed. She will be revealed tonight was really in reference to like how many blithering idiots exist in the world. And, and there's so nothing you money. can do about it. And like, like anyone who liked Pet Cemetery, I'm sorry. Like you're a dumb dumb. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it was, it was it bad. Was like, it anyone was, who was involved was with so Pet Cemetery, you're a fucking dumb dumb too. Literally, I was so psyched. Yeah. I was ready. I was like, oh, it's going to be like a real, like, true Stephen King, Ahmad, like a real, like, tour de force. Like, I was ready. John Lithgow was in it. And then at the end. Also, like, like, you changing that little boy. The scariest part is that there's a toddler that's like like the living dead toddler. It's not supposed Mm -hmm. to be like a creepy little girl. It's like we've seen that a million times. Like, it's fucking played. I remember seeing the original Pet Cemetery, which is like campy, but like amazing scary. and scared the shit out of me when I was little and I saw it and that little gauge with his like fucking like scalpel just like slicing and dicing yeah, you. That little I was kid like, from get Full this kid away from me. <laughs> no, it's true. And it's like that, that, that was the horror of like the story is like the, the, true nightmare of losing a baby and then having that baby become like a murderous demon like that's you can't not do that yeah because it's not and then in the story she was like daddy do you love me still and he's like combing her hair i'm like oh yeah stop you guys are sick for this daddy daddy <laughs> that's me daddy daddy dada daddy dada but that's and then at the end of that movie when like they all walk towards the kid and they're all like we're about to fuck shit up as like yeah. a zombie family i was like go here's fuck where yourselves. i check out yeah fuck all of you <sighs> fuck all of you someone make a good um, like ari aster please if you're out there my life actually is in your hands at this moment i, know. I need I, whatever I, is next please my king ari hear my, my call hear my prayers and deliver me think, some more I know. deliciously psychotic horror. horror. I really wish I'd never seen Midsommar. I would love like, it. Watch it again. Yeah. For the first time. I was saying, I think somewhere else, like I wish that someone would just like punch me in the dome in just the right spot to give me temporary amnesia so I could forget all of Sopranos and then rewatch it all. Cause that's what I did around this time last year. And it was for the first time. It was so life affirming. Oh, you know, it's a really good kind of Ari Aster esque, not as like insane, but um, truly scary is it comes at night. Oh yeah. I've seen that. I liked oh. it. Didn't love it. 
I was really freaked out by it. It could be a good rewatch. That's also kind of like a viral scare movie. Well, it's like a, a apocalyptic plague has take forced a family to be isolated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that actually was good. Maybe I'll rewatch it because that was one maybe that I got too hyped for. And then by the time I saw it in theaters, it was just like my expectations were so different. Well, he's responsible for my favorite horror movie, Cresha. Oh, God, Cresha is so good. That's actually on demand now, I think on like Hulu or Cinemax or Amazon Prime or somewhere. But if you are curious, go watch that. It's a good quarantine. Oh, I can't recommend it enough. Chill. Chill she tweeted at me once. Live for her. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of women, I live for. Speaking of horror. Speaking of profound horror. Um, God, the horror is... of this episode <laughs> of Real Housewives of New Jersey is begins with horror because we have to watch Rich eat soup. <laughs> Watching anyone eat and slurp soup is a punishment. Is a no including, for me. And that's including me. Like, I think I sometimes I'm like, can I faint from hearing myself eat soup? Oh, yeah. I was on a Zoom this past weekend, like someone's birthday Zoom. And I w- had Chinese food delivered. And I was like, mute, had to mute myself and then just ate soup like out of frame. Like I would lean down and you wouldn't see the soup like <laughs> touch my mouth. And then I was like, this is weird, but I'm doing what I have to do and being a good citizen to the people on this zoom with me no you're it's eating soup is truly you shouldn't do it on camera it's like eating a banana in public mm-hmm. you're always you know? gonna look like you're giving a bloge yeah and eating <laughs> like, soup there's you're always... no way to not be sexualized when eating a banana that's just yeah the way it is. And, and eating soup in front of people is just harrowing mm-hmm. so we open up with kathy's just cooking up a storm also, though, Kathy's wispy bangs distracted me from any soup eating. And I truly was just like trying to wrap my head around her wispy bangs. She looks like Robert Smith. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She looks super goth. There's one point where there's just one wisp of a bang, like a yeah. pointy singular bang just down the middle of her forehead. And I was like, this is an avant-garde look that you're serving right now. Kathy loved like the, she called it the downtown the down- in like the eighties. She <laughs> loved like new wave. Yeah, she used She's to like go into the rocking city. That kind of style. It's like really like nouveau. It's, uh-huh. like, I like when a housewife style merges with some sort of like high fashion, con- high concept look from the past, mm-hmm. and creates. She's its own so brand. pretty. Yeah, she's stunning. Um, also, it's the. New Jersey looks so beautiful. Like just the shots establishing shots of Jersey. I felt mm-hmm. like wistful, like my soul yearned to be there. I was like, please God, if you exist, let me find some prince that will whisk me away to a mansion in New Jersey. Give me a white Range Rover and I just get my nails done and like tool around all day in the range. It is. I mean, I'm, I'm, my parents are moving back to South Jersey where I'm from and like hopefully whenever this shit's over. So I'm so happy that my home base will be New Jersey again. Eternal fall. Like all I want to do is live in New Jersey. 
New Jersey in the fall is amazing. And, and I know we just talked like, about it last episode, but it is just no. like it's just amber light at all times. It looks You know it's a really good show that captures Jersey uh Pete and Pete. Did that take place in New Jersey? It did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, that was a great show. Or it was filmed there, but it was filmed in North Jersey. Uh it's so but yeah, it looks real everything looks really just like brisk and gold right now on the show. And the leaves are so pretty and it's like that kind of fall where it's like sunny and Oof. beautiful outside but there's a, such a chill in the air and it's freezing but you're just like mm, and it's like gearing up it's right before thanksgiving and christmas which is such a cozy time of year generally and like ugh, i just like but like you need to be in a mansion it's not gonna work yeah. in an apartment it really no, needs you have to, to have... be in like a really grotesque mansion filled yeah. to the brim with like huge pillows yeah you have to have marble a good... floors a giant home with a banister and a great room. Yeah. Um, so Kathy's explaining to Rich her confrontation with Teresa at the posh show. And he's just like slurping away. Slurp, mm-hmm. slurp, slurp. And Kathy's also wearing black nail polish. Goth. She is Robert Smith. Mm-hmm. You're She's right. Like, Whenever I'm alone with you, you make me feel like, <laughs> I, like am I am whole again. Whole again. And then she goes, <laughs> Whenever I'm alone with, with you. You. And then she like <laughs> sings that when she's in the shower or like when she's putting on like her she has like giant like old vials of like women's lotions. Mm-hmm. She's lotion, always lotioning up her elbow. Lotioning up. She powders yeah. her face super white. Whenever I'm alone with you. And he's like, she's Kathy, like, what do you say? <laughs> it's like that's her like yeah forever song yeah Kathy is I, full. oh She's i like love this song in a robert smith cover band she, she is. plays She's in always like the living local in 1987 pubs. yeah i love this song i love so this she's song. pissed she's like Teresa. Teresa is just like such a terrible cousin to me and rich is like i hate her yeah and also, and it's like, Kathy, the- you were trying to start, you were starting shit. This was not like yeah. a nice conversation. It was like, you wanted to insert yourself in the drama. She also says that she's like really nervous now that Caroline is going to have her written off as a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. And Rich is like, oh, just let us see what you really like. <laughs> I love Rich. He loves his wife. He lo- He worships his wife. He worships My her. queen, he always says. Um, um Teresa has a food photo shoot. <laughs> we cut to Teresa just stomping around New York City in the rain. She oh, goes, ah, rain. rain. <laughs> She's gone like the rain turns her really ignites her Momo energy. Mm-hmm. I also love that this photo shoot has been happening without her there. So they're just like doing the job like without her they guidance. Her. They don't need her. I was like, who's the daddy with the handlebar mustache? I was not I was like not I hate those like mutton chop those little like looks like the cook and little mermaid like truly that kind of like pristinely groomed facial hair immediately lets me know that you are a red flag psychopath and I mm-hmm. shan't be interacting with you for a second longer I like He's cannot 
I judge no one harsher than a man with like like a waxed handlebar. Ugh. Oh, get out of my like, sight. Yeah, there's a place in West Hollywood on Santa Monica near that CVS in La Cienega that has it's like a some kind of men's steampunk themed men's like parlor of like he- salon. Icaro. <laughs> Icaro. Icaro. Steampunk? I'm warning steampunk? you. I'm warning no. you, Icaro. 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 You keep that steampunk away from me, Icaro. Um, <laughs> Teresa just burst through. That guy's the photographer. He's like, okay, come over here and look what we're doing. They're styling all the food. For her second cook, stylist. she's literally, she says Skinny Italian has been on the bestseller list for nine weeks, which is huge. Yeah. That's it's a like raging success. Yeah. That's like, yeah. you have a hit cookbook on your hands. She, she made so a ton of money. Yeah. Which all probably went to the IRS directly. Yeah, or, or, or legal fees. <laughs> yeah. Like didn't even pass into her bank account, just floated on through to like the millions of other debts that she had. But like... She's writing a second cookbook called Fabulicious. She's like, you know, it's fabulous. And then my kids say the food's delicious. So I just put them together. Fabulicious. She goes, Fabulicious. Like with her hands under her chin. And then she goes, she's, she starts, everyone fucking hates her immediately. She starts redirecting all the like food styling. She's like, I think there should be more parsley in there. Like, I think that those are the the finished photos. Like, I think that like one by one as they, knock out the photos they're putting the finished ones on there which is like if she wanted more parsley she probably should have been at the shoot and it seems like yeah. the shoot's been going for like two or three hours, hours. and she's just yeah. now showing up so she goes when i make them they're more browner to like a yeah. bunch of chicken wings she goes i like yeah. more sauce on them who likes a meatball without sauce about and then the guy goes well they're joe's juicy meatballs <laughs> And then she goes, she starts lecturing them about, she she says ingredients. She's chatting with like two randoms that truly don't understand her and like are. They look at her and they're in a place of why. Yeah. The women also look at her and like are clearly making fun of her. Yeah, like they are truly speaking different languages at this point. She goes, (laughs) I saw these ingredients as when i make the recipes and some sometimes that there's ingredients i don't even like like cumin 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 what is that cumin and the guy goes cumin yeah the like chef that is hired to do this hell job and i actually wrote fuck this hater chef i was like you're actually like very lucky to have this job right now yeah you smug piece of shit get out of this kitchen you elitist you coastal elitist you fucking coastal elite like <laughs> don't shame her don't shame her you're she's literally a english is her second language yeah she's bilingual what are you bringing to the table yeah you're literally hired to do carissa carissa teresa's cookbook photography like food Car- styling carisha carisha <laughs> carisha ingredient- ingredients is not it's not right. a word no yeah ingredients <laughs> is the plural of ingredient ingredients ingredients i love that i spelled Com- ingredients and like came up with the spelling of it it's kind Common. of a nice word coming like coming i don't like that coming like coming what do you say Teresa's also wearing like velvet stilettos <laughs> <laughs> little felt booties clip clop clip clop um 
she's so she stomping like, around in like this weird gray outfit too yeah with like she had like off the shoulder something I, I on and then never understood. she gets a, a phone call from jacket juicy joe calls her and he tells her that he ran into joe gorga at the gym like they were passing ships mm-hmm. and she's like what'd you say did you did you give him a hug for me did you tell him his sister loves him and he goes i don't know tree i don't love him <laughs> she goes, she goes love- you love him tree trying to be like fake and pretending that she's like all love and light for her brother that she literally like ignited a brawl with mere days ago like whenever the cameras are on like she tries to be like pretend she's this like loving sister but after you chip away at the facade it all cracks and she's like fuck him he started it his wife's a whore like it's like doesn't take much to chip away that like fakeness but i love her like playing also, uh-huh. her she goes, Blackberry is the shining co-star of this episode. I know. It's a character. The sparkly Blackberry. She goes, <laughs> I just love that. She goes, She goes. oh, but you love him, Joe. And he goes, I don't love him, Tree. I, I was like, Joe is, he's so like deeply like homophobic and like has such masculinity issues that he can't like just say he loves his brother. No. His brother-in-law. Like it's, he's, someone also, someone uh, pitched a theory that she, that he and Joe Gorga experimented mm-hmm. as kids. They definitely touched each other's peepees. I said, I yeah. wrote down Joe and Joe at the gym is a porn in the making. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe Judice was like, he's like, Oh, I, I, you know, he probably goes in the locker room, walks around naked. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. He's like, there's something know, weird because they've also all known each other since they were children. Yeah, they're like we're from the same village. <laughs> they're villagers. They are. They're like they are literally oh my M. God. Night Chalamans, the village. Speaking of Italian mountains, Dragonona author Tommy Di Paola died yesterday. Honestly, I was so bummed. I've never been more bummed in my life. He didn't have COVID. He, I think he had a head injury, but he died. He was he was only in his seventies. He wasn't that old. He and, wasn't that old. And Straganona, there. I ever since we started doing tough Sicilian bitches, it brought back all my Straganona love. And mm-hmm. then I also now only associate Straganona with Gia. And then mm-hmm. every time I see a Straganona title, I just think of Gia. But the thing that's been recurring in my head that I think about almost on a daily basis is this Straganona book cover where it says Straganona does it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is the best title for any book. She did Stragonona do it again. does it again. She's always doing it. You love to see I, it. I wrote a tribute to her on Twitter. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, read a mountain witch who comforted gay children everywhere with pasta. Thank you for sharing her with us. <laughs> and then I wrote, I knew Stregonona served an ancient mother, fearsome and righteous, terrible and kind. She showed Strega the future in pasta and steaming water. Strega had no time for us, but she gave us her time anyway. Thank you, Strega. <laughs> you fully channeled SJP's energy with that I know. One. That is really good. Brava. She did, she did comfort children, though. She did. She was a comforting Italian kitchen witch. What's not to love? Yeah. Love her. Anyway, R.I.P. Tommy DiPaola, R.I.P. Strega. R.I.P. Live- Strega Nona lives forever. Tommy, your time was up, I guess. Um, 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sad. Strugger came. Strugger was like, come on, Tommy. We Tommy, go Tommy, please, you can pull out of this. She came to him in a vision. She said, yeah. Tommy, please. I would do anything I could to save you. She was I'll come, Tommy. Join- no. I'll come, Tommy. I'll join you in the afterlife. You'll see me. Yeah. You come walk up the hill and I'll, I'll have a bowl of spaghetti waiting for you. I'll cook the went, pasta sausages and how you like it. Last season when Caroline and Teresa went into that stranger's home and just ate pasta that was on their stove, that was Straganona. That was Straganona. She had that whipped up a true. magical vat of pasta and they wandered into How amazing into did a that house. look? That, I'm ready. I'm like, I fully am like, where am I going to relocate to once this hell is over? And I'm truly like, I need to take my son and move to Italy. Like, that's it for me. I'm done. Yeah. I'm trying to get the fuck out. Well, Straganona. Italy might not be. <laughs> um, Italy could be cool. I think they'll bounce back. No, they will. They will. Just not right now. You shouldn't go. No, I mean, I'm not saying right now. I'm saying like when. I'm like, let's give it some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to have like a moment where you're like, just like, just walking around like a mountain town one day and you just like, you're like, I'm hungry. And you just like stumble into a literal stranger's open home with the, their doors are open. Just sit down on the table and throw to the pot and take the pasta out. And they just are eating pasta together. Truly, uh, that is how I believe Italy is. I really think yeah. it's like you drive, you rent like a tiny Fiat and you drive it like on a dusty road and then you just like drive it to a grandma's house and then she's like i come in and take the mozzarella and then you just like <laughs> eat mozzarella and like pass out yeah pass out and then they like wake you up by like lightly fanning you and they're like ah do you want a glass of vino and like you just like make friends like that's how italians are i'm fully in my soul i'm like i can't wait to go just like wander into random italians houses yeah I hope they're ready for me. And Tony, I think Tony will be a huge hit. He will be. Abroad. Yeah. I, it's like, you know, that scene in Call Me By Your Name where they go to that old lady's house, like on this, they pass by and they go, can we have some water? And Mm -hmm. she goes, yes. And then she goes (laughs) in the house and just gives them water and then they leave. Yes. That is. She's outside peeling, she's outside peeling beans, green beans, sees them, goes inside. She's sitting in a chair on a dirt road. Pours them water and then they move on and she's like, "Bye." That's Italy for you. And then, in, of course, with e, food. e pray love when Julia Roberts cooks a turkey for the Italians and then they all pass out and wake up at five a.m. to eat it. I know. I love the passing out. Like that doesn't happen like that, really. No. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. God. Anyways. Meanwhile, um, oh wait, so Joe keeps like talking shit and you can tell Teresa's kind of horrified that it's like that it's being yeah. captured on camera and then the phone starts yeah. to phase out and she goes, darn phone, and then like hangs yeah. up. <laughs> you should take that like, it's like in the parent trap and she takes out like a crinkling candy wrapper and goes, oh, I can't hear you. I'm in the canyon, bye. Yeah, it's like a true, uh, darn phone. The darn phone loud like like, awkwardly they're like okay um then we cut to the gorga mansion and melissa's like busy making dinner and joe gorga comes home and he's like punishing her he's like because she didn't pissed off she didn't put out for him 
<laughs> because she came home from the fucking posh fashion show and didn't like lay there and let him like rabbit fuck her for like five minutes and now he's like he was, just withholding any affection from her he's like gas he's he's like he's like i've got poison in me he's wearing an old navy fleece which mm-hmm. was wild to see and he goes you should be waking up for me Take a shot of espresso. You know how much stress I got in my body? Stress will kill a man. I got poison go- running through my veins. It's been five days. She goes, it's been, been four. four days. He goes, splash some water on your face. And then he goes, <laughs> I love, I just, he says, he says he talks about his poison a lot. This, and it always makes me go, oh, whenever he does it, just his hot loads. I just That's what his poison is. His veins like slowly filling up from like, toe to head of just like his veins becoming like filled with poisonous cum like he's just like poison in my vein it's like go jerk off then like no one is like stopping you from like blast skeet blasting into a fucking kleenex i don't think joe gorga has ever masturbated in his life he's taught that that's sinful it's sinful and he only fucks but also like horny joe gorga seems like a taker not a giver Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like this type of sex, like, you, if you have, if you go on, like, a four-day cool-off period and then you have sex with him, he's going to have to, like, rabbit hump you for the first couple times before he feels like making sure that you get pleasure out of the situation. No, when he's in this poison mode, you're a hole to him. <laughs> you are literally <laughs> just a cum dumpster. <laughs> you lay there and pray for it to be over soon yeah you could probably just be on your phone and do emails while he like humps your leg she calls him a bitch he's being a bitch i was like horny joe when a guy is that horned up i don't know if, like i feel like gay men probably have a bit of a different sexual like vibe than this but this feels very like straight hetero hell to me is like yeah. when you're dating a guy and like he's so horny and he's just always being like come on come on there's literally nothing more horrible than that when you're just like yeah when you're just truly like not in the mood to have sex and someone's like pawing at you and like begging you to like literally they're not begging to like let you come they're literally begging to just like hump you it's like get the fuck away from me i know she's like i have i'm taking care of her children i just made dinner She's literally like, like doing every job in the household and he's like mad at her because she didn't yeah. also put out in addition to doing every other thing in their house. Now I'm just imagining like come like just oozing out of his ears. The poison, the poison, the poison. <laughs> it's also makes him deeply unattractive to me. If you say you have poison in your body and then also in that same breath, you're like, but let's fuck. I'm like, no, like stop no. talking about the poison. Now get your fucking poison cum away from me. Yeah, why don't you get your also poisonous just, hot cum? Why don't you do a dish? Do a couple dishes. Why don't, you just, why don't you just go jerk off in your closet upstairs? Yeah, literally, like go like stick hump your a pillow. Dick, yeah, go hump a pillow or stick your dick into like a pie or something. Like literally, do anything, but yeah. get away from me. I'm get not the, the answer away from to me. this. Why would I want to fuck someone like that? No, does that happen would... with gay relationships? Like, I feel like I mean, it doesn't. Not like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you're I mean, not like, always... Every couple is going to have fuck... moments yeah. where, like, one person's hornier than the other. 
Yeah, I it's not like a fuck fest 24-7. Like, you're not, like, fucking... Like, some weeks, it's more sex than the next, or the, the last, but it's pretty... It feels pretty normal. Yeah. And, like, yeah, there are periods where one person might be more into it on the norm than the other person, but, like, it's not, like... We're not, like, pawing at each other. I just feel like... You know? Yeah, I just feel that like feels gay very, men don't that feels have very that, that paw energy. No, because it's, it's either like, like you'll fuck each other, you'll jerk off, or you'll go fuck someone else, and then yeah, it's like problem go, like, solved. Go on grinder and like sex someone, and then get it done. Facetime fuck. You have like yeah. literally a thousand solves for the age old problem of I'm horny. <laughs> Why but, is it? But that, in like, these in these restricted het relationships. The guy, if if the guy like Joe is like super sexual and he feels like his only outlet is literally his wife and that she becomes not a human to him, but like a <laughs> a receptacle a, for his a receptacle. Cum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice it's a literal fleshlight to get the poison out of the poison come out of his body that's like what you're telling me i'm literally i was like so offended by this whole thing i was, I was just like too. this is so gross it was really gross it was gross. also also does he say at one point oh wait no that's later i think it's also like maybe in some like very christian relationships it's like the wife is there to serve the husband and that includes like being a cum dumpster but like i'm here to tell you that jesus like doesn't want you to be a cum dumpster jesus like (laughs) it if you both come like i'm telling you jesus doesn't want you jesus doesn't want you to be a flashlight jesus never intended for a woman to be a flashlight that's why flashlights were invented because flashlights are new flashlights recently kristen doty just discovered what flashlights were like she somehow like never knew what a flashlight was and i think it was chrissy malazzo who texted me a screenshot of kristen doty on Insta- like on instagram stories was like is this real have you guys heard of this with like pictures of flashlights and i was like doty where have you been my queen yeah oh my god <laughs> like there's like something there's something kind of innocent about her yeah, but also she's like the same person that had Carter, like a box of Carter's sex toys. So I'm like, how are you? How are you familiar with like? How are you having a box of sex toys and not knowing what a flashlight is? Like something ain't right. Maybe it's an act. It's just like anyway. Boy, anyways, go ahead. Sorry, that was just a so we so we no 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 no. It's it's so weird. Um, we cut back to <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> racing down a rainy country road in her white range and you hear a clap of thunder and then you see her arrive at the store called the craft which is a real it's a psychic place and her psychic is named tia bell who looks like a new jersey version of leah remini tia is a true queen Mm -hmm. the craft is open by the way i looked it up Oh my god, it's open through COVID? Mm-hmm. Wait, should we call? Oh, it's closed right now. Oh. Offers, hours or services may differ due to COVID-19. I wonder if Woodland we could Park. get a reading from Tia Bell. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this and see if we can get a reading Let's have her. Tia Bell on the, the pod. We should have day. her on the pod. 
yeah. and do like so a TFL, reading. Yeah. TFL used to be... She used to be a police detective. That's amazing. Tia is currently 50 years old and began to understand that she was different from the other girls around age three. Like Haley Joel Osment and Sixth Sense, she began to receive visitations (laughs) from diseased people. According to Tia, she spent a great deal of her early childhood trying to figure out why she was chosen. God, that's fucking cool. Right? I love, too, that she is like medium before medium. She had a, she also had a um a reality show in 2013. What was it called and where was it? Like Tia's World or something. That's probably why she was Oh, this wasn't a was this yeah. in 2013? This was like 2011. Okay. She looks like Wow. She's hot. She looks like a Wow Lisa Vanderpump hybrid. Leah Remini. Mhm. Um, so Jacqueline's like, I was just going to Tia because some of the other girls were going. And I was a little skeptical, but now I believe. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Tia. We've got to get her. Yeah. She calls Ashley Ashley. <laughs> she goes, there's a weakness coming through with Ashley. An emotional weakness. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally she also she goes, her what's tarot going card. On with- <laughs> she goes, what's going on with Ashley? <laughs> Her tarot cards are just ma- regular cards. Her tarot cards are like playing cards. I know. I but loved I'll- watching her deal them though. Yeah. And she goes, have you been to Teresa's house recently? There's a lot of negative energy in there. She needs to sage. Teresa needs to sage. And then she's, in the background. She's got daggers coming from her all over. She's got daggers coming. She, uh, <laughs> Tia also has a giant jester mask in the background on the wall. Yeah. She features like harlequin art yeah Mm -mm. i'm truly Um, horrified at harlequin art but i am in need of tia's services alludes to Teresa. yeah she needs she alludes to Teresa and joe having some like really bad times ahead of them and i I think she's talking about their jail time yeah she absolutely is what's going on with ashley what's going on with ashley she is an emotional weakness I just loved watching her. She was like, sit down. I just love watching her. Like, I realized that I love since because on 90 Day Fiance, there's a lot of people who there's a lot of moments where they go wedding dress shopping. And like a lot of the people are like these small town American, you know, bridal store owners. And they're like, and I just I love watching people like do things. Yeah. It's like ASMR to me. Like, I love watching like a retail person, like take someone to the, you know, being like, let's put you back there, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what I'm talking about? It's like there's something ASMR. And then the way Tia was like, come sit down. There's something nice about just watching people do their jobs. Yeah. But is like, that no, that's not weird. It, But it's not, it doesn't, not like an office job. It needs no. to be like specifically like a small business owner or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just being so like, keeping it professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she tells, she's basically like, Ashley is fact and you need to stop giving into her. Yeah. And Jacqueline's like, hmm. I'll have to think about that. Okay. I want to go to the crafts. 
so bad. I know. I just want to buy a crystal from the craft. We have to add that to our New Jersey to-do list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love the clap of thunder as she's driving down like a white picket fence road. <laughs> the pouring rain. The drama. Yeah. So we cut to the, the Manzo clan. Um, moving day. Caroline, moving day with Albie and Chris. They're moving into their like Hoboken abode. And Caroline is directing them in the U-Haul. It's amazing. I love her, I love her U-Haul energy. I wrote Caroline would be so good being one of the people directing planes on the tarmac. Yeah, she would thrive in a plane directing position. She goes, is there unpacking everything? She goes, can we get that mattress off the floor before I have a stroke? <laughs> can we get that? She's also at one point just standing, standing on like a little stool, just like directing everyone. Mm -hmm. She sits on like a desk that's in the garage. She goes, what? What am I going to carry? A plant? Yeah. (laughs) Jacqueline's helping. Jacqueline like donated a couch to them. That's nice. She like gave them a leather couch. That shit ain't cheap. No, she's a good aunt. She Um, got them a stripper pole. She goes, I'm a good aunt, huh? I'm like, that that Vegas showing. Um, at one point, they, they're bringing in a giant, like, bordello chair. Yeah, their decor is questionable. It's, it's all, horrific. like, the old decor of the family. Yeah. Or just, like, stuff that fell off a truck somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline, is, at one point, is complaining about her pink feather boa. She's like, I'm choking in this thing. This thing's going to scratch me. <laughs> And they, they She's sit down carrying to order. the stripper pole into their apartment with a feather bow around her. She loves it. This thing's going to scratch me. This thing's going to scratch me. Um, at one point, they, they order pizza. They're all hanging out. At one point, Greg comes in, their friend Greg, who's like a lawler. This is, is this Greg Bennett? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I know Greg. the same Greg? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. I He's thought it was a different great. Greg. He looked different from last season. Yeah, he rolls in. He's going to be living with them. With his um, dog, Dolores. They, Dolores. Dolores. They all go, scared. hi, Dolores. <laughs> she's scared. Caroline goes, oh, she's scared. And then she goes, she goes, you're moving in here? And he goes, yeah, I'm moving in here. And she goes, take off your glasses. Let me see your eyes. <laughs> and he takes them off. He goes, I'm moving in here. Um, I The only thing I didn't like was that they, they're like, we call him mister he's a man sister i'm like okay we get it you hate gay people join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mmm... I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. 
I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years, and a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. Hello. Oh, there we are. You froze for a sec. There we oh. are. There we are. Um, I just said I didn't like how they re- referred to refer to him as their man sister. Oh yeah, and then I said, "We get it. You hate gay people." And then <laughs> then it froze, and I was like, "Oh man, did I piss Carrie off?" <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm I'm checking this out. And that's where I draw the line. Goodbye. And that's where I draw the line. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye and good riddance and good luck with your projects. Oh, wait. Your video the other day where you were like, this is how I talk to Tony now. That's all. Like, I talk to him in only accents. (laughs) I'm literally learning only, like, different dialects during this time of isolation and perfecting my Mm. proper English accent. Uh, it's kind also, of it's more of a transatlantic accent. It's a little bit of both, but a British person DM'd me and she was like, "I am from the UK and your accent is amazing." So then I was like, "Well, I've done it again. Stragonona does it again." <laughs> sit down. Sit down, sir. Sir, please, please, please you must please. sit down. Please, you're the man of the house. What please. am I to do in a crisis? If you won't sit, you're the man of the house. You're the man of the house. If I can't depend on you, I'm always lost. I've also rewatched Milo and Otis recently, which is a really good if you're into like British accents, because it's is it Dudley Moore or whoever the fuck does those accents, and he's so good and expressive. But all the different voices he does for like farm animals, that really informed like a lot of my childhood. I'll watch it again. Oh my god, it's a really good covid watch it's so soothing it makes you it just is like all is right in the world Mm. until you start thinking about the animal abuse that probably went into filming that movie so just try not to think about any of that and then just watch it also my one of my brothers is like fluent in japanese and so he watches the japanese version of 
all sorts of movies. And Milo and Otis was a, I think it was a Japanese production company or a Japanese production. And there's a Japanese version that apparently is like much darker than like the English speaking version. And Damn. he said it's like very avant garde and like sad. And I was like, yes. Well, that, but it's like ri- Ringu. This is Ringu. Milo and Ringu. <laughs> it's literally just mm. Milo and the girl from the ring palling around like a farm. <laughs> Milo and Samara. It's Milo. And oh my god, Samara. Milo and Ringu. <laughs> Milo and Ringu is literally. <laughs> He's like, like he wants to like go help like, like He's a like, Come on, van Samara. full of orphans like yeah. careening off a bridge, and she's like, <laughs> he Milo like walks up to a well, <laughs> and like Ringu Samara comes out, and he's like, oh, you're crazy, Samara. Come on now, let's go to the river. I'm Milo. He's like. <laughs> everybody goes he runs and samara just like ringu crawls yeah crazy and then at the end when they all have babies he like has a lot of his cat babies and then samara like gives birth to like a literal pack of demons (laughs) she gives birth to like a jackal (laughs) he's like oh that doesn't seem right a jackal and like you get near him and he's like (laughs) and my like oh bit of an attitude on him then Oh, sorry. This one. Oh, sorry. I'm Milo. Oh, I'm just going about here. I'll go stand over here. And he's like, they're like, he's like, come on, let's go start up on an adventure of a lifetime. And then, and then he's like, starts skipping away. And then he looks back, and Samara is just crawling. And he's like, oh, you're a bit slow. Bit slow. (laughs) Bit slow, are you? Well, I'll run suckers around you. He like runs circles around her. They like interact with like baby chickens. There's one part where like a mother hen wants you to watch like the chicken's egg. And like Milo is like watching dutifully. And then like Samara just like gobbles the egg whole. Yeah. Oh, you're hungry. Oh, 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 you're you're very hungry. Seems like a mistake. And And the hen comes back and she's like, what the fuck? And then Samara just bites her head off. Yeah. She just rips her fucking head off and blood like splatters everywhere in the, in the barn across all the other animals faces that are watching. And then in Milo's face and then they just (laughs) move on. There's no, (laughs) yeah, there's no, they don't even speak of it. No, they don't ever speak of the misunderstanding in the barn. No, I love Milo and Ringu. (laughs) Me too. Um, there's this one shot of Albie just devouring pizza. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, it's like watching someone eat a banana. It's the same way. It's a big, thick slice too. Yeah. Like the way he has to hold <laughs> it is as though he's like caressing a lover. He's like, cause it's not like, and, a, you know, those thin slices of pizza, which are like totally unsexual no. to eat a thick, like rotund slice of pizza. It's pornographic. It fucks. It fucks. Um, Caroline's like, oh, it's so hard for me to know all my babies are out of the house. And Lauren goes, mom, I still live with you. Believe And she, and she backtracks and she goes, oh, I, I just mean that someday you're not going to live with me when Vito whisks you away. She goes, one day I'm going to meet Vito. Vito and I are going to get engaged. Then I'm going to move out. And then Albie is like, you're going to get engaged? I literally saw that man put eat chips off his tummy okay i was like i've done that yeah who hasn't yeah let he who's who's <laughs> eating mike and ike's up not eat mike and ike's off his navel cast the first stone 
I love that. Mom, I still live with you. I still live I'm with here. You. She gets no respect. No, they all troll her. Caroline and Caroline pretends to defend her, but she doesn't. No, she loves to see it. She loves having like a female sacrificial lamb. Yeah. To her no like, woman yeah, can like that's eclipse. Exactly what it is. Yeah, can no. eclipse like Caroline's importance in the family. I'm so she's like cool. Like she's like wants to be popular with her kids. Yeah, she's like Queen Bee. Yeah. That's why she like wears the feather boa and like carries the stripper pole. Yeah. I'm the cool mom. I'm cool. What am I gonna uh, carry? A plant? What am I gonna carry? A plant? plant? Can we get that Caroline. mattress off the floor before I have a stroke? Before I have a heart stroke. <laughs> That's how I felt too. Like if your mattress touches the ground, burn it. Truly. I know. One second rule. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jacqueline's in every scene. Jacqueline's working hard. She, her adorable parents are staying with them. Okay, her parents are sweeties. Her dad is so, like, an angel man. She sits down with him and she goes, Ugh, Dad, how much karma did I bring on to myself? And he's, he's like, like, you well, were pretty where t- do I begin? He, like, oh, yeah. takes, like, a huge leather-bound book that's, like, 5,000 pages and, like opens it up to like chapter one yeah she's having uh, continuing to have a hell of a time with ashley ashley's ashley's talking to her brother so ashley has like five half brothers in texas and she's like talking on the phone to one of them and she's like oh alden Aden, Aden, how are you and then you know that she's doing it loudly and sweetly to piss jacqueline off yeah, and to like get sympathy on camera. But also Oh yeah. Alden, wait. Wait, Alden. I love that Alden, Alden hangs up on her at the end too. Yeah, she goes Ashley goes, um <laughs> Ashley goes I like miss all my brothers' football games and like like <laughs> such hard. All right. Start right. dabbing. I'm like, oh my god. She and Jacqueline Ashley. pull the same exact shit. Mm-hmm. But Jacqueline, it's revealed. She is revealed that she and her first husband got married at 17, and then mm-hmm. by the time she was 20, they had Ashley, but separated when Ashley was just a mere 17 months old. And the father reveals that Jacqueline threw all of his clothes out of the window. Threw and all did, his like, clothes and was like. Did like a waiting for exhale to exhale moment. Yeah. Like a get out right now. Right now. Also, then, Teresa wears heels around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she like playfully swats, kicks her oh, husband. No, Jacqueline. Point. Yeah, Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. Like Teresa's in the scene. Sorry, yeah, Teresa. Jacqueline, Jacqueline wears heels. To wear heels and kick her, like crunch her little legs up and put her heels on couches. I'm like, you're crazy for that. You're, it's that is not that's that's ungodly. wrong uh-uh that's something ain't right it's not godly but and Chris i just goes <laughs> sorry what <laughs> oh no i was gonna say like i got, i ended up having like a lot of empathy for ashley ashley in the scene because the way jacqueline's dad breaks it down is very much like oh ashley like doesn't have a family like she literally is no. just like a child she's like a ship without an anchor Jacqueline yeah. started a new family. Her biological father started his new family, and then Ashley is just like there in the middle. And that's why no Jacqueline wonder. can't can't say no to her fully because she knows she knows it's her that. Fault. 
yeah, it's partially her fault. Ashley is, um, as my mom would say, she has no compass. <laughs> Stragonona does it again. Right. Uh, um, so Ashley is just going, Alden. Alden. Alden, wait. Wait. Don't hang up. Alden. Alden. That is, I don't even know if that's his name. Aiden. It seems right. Alden. 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 And then Chris at one point goes, maybe we should kick her out. He goes, seems like a lot of work. Maybe you should just throw her out. And then Jacqueline playfully kicks him with her like six inch stiletto. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? She's wearing stilettos around their house. She's wearing like, like a peep toe stiletto yes. on a casual <laughs> afternoon to like sit on the couch and gab with her dad. I was like, I have never in my life. skin tight jeans and, and peep toe stilettos. There's nothing that's comfort about that cool. outfit. That is a look of that's brutalist. Yeah, that is brutalist. She's like fucking German for that shit. She sleeps in peep <laughs> She fucking sleeps, put on her bedtime heels, and like squeezes she sleeps in her feet. feet. She's <laughs> she sleeps in like straight skinny fit jeans and oh. peep-toed black like <laughs> there is nothing more uncomfortable than like a tight skinny jean that takes like a lot of like you have to be like uh, and like <laughs> plie to like get your black tight jeans on and then you finally like button them up and they're like so sticky on you and you're just like oh and then you like <laughs> squeeze your hooves into like a peep toe heel and like to- like hobble out of wherever like literally i'd rather die and can you imagine just like lounging around the house, like kicking no! up your feet, putting your feet on the couch, like laying comfortable, no! like, taking a nap on the couch? Like I've never no, felt Jacqueline's one ounce of into comfort. it. Jacqueline, she, lo- like that's Vegas. She's a Vegas girl through she, and through. She loves to suffer. She loves to like. She's putting on a show, like she's she, a at bit all times. Dominatrix. She clip clops all over that house. She cleans in her heels. Yeah. She sleeps in them. She showers. She, she fully puts on her shower heels. And then she slips. She's a heel for every occasion. A peep toe for every occasion. She, she, she puts on her rubber heel. shower heels. And then <laughs> clomps into the shower. No, not even rubber. She puts plastic she bags puts on her Louboutins and cinches up a plastic bag around her ankles. And then tiptoes into the shower. She, she, put, takes a, she has bath heels. Oh, she loves a bath heel. She, she draws the bath. She draws the bath and then gets in. And then she goes, "Chris, honey, come in." And then she makes Chris put her heels on as she's kicking her feet up out of the bubbles. And she goes, "Thank you," and then relaxes. She has wet earth heels. <laughs> where, she, where she just goes in the backyard and like cleans up shit, and it's like cold and soggy New Jersey morning. Her gardening she heels. She sees literally. <laughs> she's like walking on her heels because the stilettos just sink into the moist earth. <laughs> she has her snow heel. <laughs> she's gotten frostbite multiple up. times. They're all peeped out. <laughs> she has she has um ice skating heels where she just she skates on frozen lakes. She just skates with little heels. Literal peep toe platform Louboutins with a blade. That mm-hmm. she got chris to weld onto the bottom no yeah. laces she, and she just squeezes her little feet and she goes i'm off and then does like a full ice skating pirouette <laughs> she also has she also has beach heels oh she loves a beach heel it takes she her loves, 
when her family goes to the Jersey Shore and they go hit the beach, it takes her like 20 minutes to walk from the edge of the sand all the way down to where her family has set up because she just keeps falling into the sand. But she loves it. And they go, that's just Jacqueline. She's knee deep in sand at one point. <laughs> she goes into the ocean. Hour. By the she time has- she gets there, she's like has a sunburn. She's missed like half the day. She puts <laughs> she- flippers. She has heels that also have flippers on them, and so that's she no, not into even, the water. not even. <laughs> They're just straight heels. She says, "It's hard. I can't get any traction swimming around." <laughs> She literally has almost drowned multiple times. <laughs> she has surfing heels. <laughs> she surfs fully She's surfs with in a bodysuit in a zip-up wetsuit in a denim wetsuit with eight, with eight inch open-toed heels. So hard. She was so hard to stand up and pop up on the surfboard, and then she's always like. <laughs> she also. <laughs> She also has, she has roof heels. Or <laughs> she whenever just, she night goes up, up on the, on the roof. roof. <laughs> no, she just goes up on the roof and clips clocks back and forth. She dances <laughs> she, on the roof. She prances under the full moon. And then she... <laughs> Those are 10-inch ones. <laughs> and then they just, Ashley just sits up in bed hearing clip clop clip clop she clip, clip, clops clip, over clip. Ashley's room and does moon dances in hopes that it will like cast a spell <laughs> ow! Ow! she howls at the moon she has hiking heels where she just goes mountain on heels. Long, her mountain heels where she literally free climbs in running, <laughs> running heels. heels when she goes on a t- oh my god those started are training for the heels. new york marathon and her running heels and it, she got terrible shin splints <laughs> <laughs> those her jogging heels are like 10 inch heels <laughs> she's so high people see her and they're like oh my god they're like looking up at her She's uh, never been able to run more than like a hundred meters, but like, <laughs> but she's planning she's on running the marathon. That, like one day she'll, she's like little by little, if I can just like yeah. get a little better each day. It's not mm-hmm. about the finish line. It's about like working hard. Mm-hmm. She also has, um, <laughs> <laughs> she also has scaffolding heels. <laughs> Oh my god, her heel collection knows no limits. And some of them are like she wear her, heels her highest. How high is her highest pair? Her highest heel is twenty four <laughs> inches high. That literally looks like someone who rides a unicycle, like one of those tall bikes, <laughs> or like a, one of those stilt people that are at parties yeah. or something. She's literally on stilts. <laughs> she literally has. Twin tower heels is what she calls her highest pair, and she wears them on nine eleven, and they're literally the size of two skyscrapers. And she walks from New Jersey, oh my god, and crosses the river. Oh my god, she has river heels. Well, well, first she 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 holds them, and she has a pair of river heels where they're so tall that they they actually sink into the the uh the river bed mm-hmm. and they sink into the soil the wet earth and then they they get like traction so she 
she, she, can <laughs> she walks across the river and, it, and yeah. it looks like she's walking on water and she calls yeah. in her river heels. And then once she gets into, you know, the battery <laughs> of Manhattan, of lower Manhattan, she takes off her river heels. She, she makes her way them. to ground zero. She, she stakes them in the earth of the, the river soil and then puts on her 9-11 heels. Mm-hmm. And that, that's where she just stands at ground zero for the whole day. <laughs> in total silence. Yeah. Just observing silence for all the lives. <laughs> and then at the end, at the end of the her shift, she she puts back on her river heels and she she <laughs> hobbles back over <laughs> to New Jersey. And she has her highway heels, which are just little two inch kitten heels. And she like she trots down the highway in them. Yeah, when she needs to walk really fast because sun is yeah. going down, and sh- she has to make dinner for the family. So then she puts on her highway heels, and then she can walk at sixty miles an hour. <laughs> she's actually the f- she. No one. She's, she's a speed a Guinness book. Yeah, Hi- fastest ever run, fastest highway run in kitten heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, we need to move on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're at Caroline's house now. River Heels. <laughs> Lake Heels. Lake Heels. <laughs> um, so Caroline is diving hills heels. Totally. Mariana's trench heels. Um <laughs> Challenger depth heels. <laughs> Caroline looks super suspiria. Yeah, she's very she's, she's pulling right. a lot of looks this episode she looks chic in this moment yeah she looks really she looks tout taut sorry not tout taut. taut um well she's in her she's in her space you know she's like the queen of her domain kathy comes over to pay caroline a little visit she comes bearing gifts she brings her flowers caroline opens the door and gives her a very chilly greeting and then, like her do- her little Jack Russell dog is following her and kind of sniffs at Kathy. And Caroline goes, "That's my welcoming committee." <laughs> yeah, and she goes, "Why don't you go sit over there? I'll go put these. In- I'll go find a vase for these." And we just see her like saunter off in her huge fucking home. She's totally like power fucking it's Kathy a- in this moment. It's a house flex for sure. Yeah. And then Kathy like down on the sofa and she turns around and she sees some pictures of the Manzo family and she and you just hear her go, Let me see some of these pictures. They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. The pictures are so cute. Caroline comes with two big glasses of wine. I love like an afternoon chat with over some wine. I love hearing Caroline clack through the house. She's I wearing love- heels. she's put on her house heels and like i love her little dog following her everywhere he's a real tony energy and then he just like curls up on the chair as caroline and kathy sip on their vino kathy like gulps and she's like so um it's like going to meet like the local like land baron Mm -hmm. she's she's basically like a little bit mm -hmm. she's like she comes over to basically apologize for causing a little ruckus in the manzo's place of work and at one yeah. point, and after she just done her spiel, Caroline goes, to be honest, I don't care. <laughs> and Kathy's like, damn. Yeah, Caroline's a fucking savage. She goes, I don't know you at all. Damn. I was like, and Kathy, cold. Kathy at one point just widens her eyes. She's like, Jesus. 
Yeah, Kathy's <laughs> fucked up. You don't start shit in the brownstone and live to tell the tale. No, Kathy knows she you're fucked out. Up. And also, Caroline has definitely like tightened the belt as far as like who she cares about and who she doesn't. Like, she basically says at the end of this, she's like, "Teresa and I aren't soul sisters. We're not bosom buddies. But you don't come in my house and talk about my friends." But she's Caroline's like family only at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, she has that. no time for friends even. No. Also, she calls Melissa Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. A subtle shade. Mm-hmm. This is really good. If you ever want to like really ruin someone's day, just like call them a version, the wrong version of their name to someone else. It happens to me uh, once a week. Oh yeah. It's amazing. I love it. Um, so Kathy's like, Kathy walks home and she's like, well, that fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, Kathy's like mission failed. I'm still <laughs> hated. Kathy, but she has such a good attitude. She kind of like laughs about it a little. Yeah, she's like, well, what can I do? I got like, I mean, Kathy's new to the game. So like you see, it's interesting to see a newbie like try and get into the mix and then realize that they fucked up and then try and like get themselves out of the mix and realize that it's going to be a long road of redemption that may never Mm -hmm. come. Never. And then I love the solve for all the drama, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Melissa gives her kids a bath on camera, which I was like, that's weird. I said, I don't want to see kids taking baths anymore. No, I think that that's like... We they did it before in, the other episode. We live in a society where you can't like be showing kids in a bath no. on also, a television show. Fr- Joe is still pestering Melissa to fuck. And at one point he goes, he goes our father was a very sexual man. And I was he like, goes, father was a very sexual man. I made like a fist. I was like, okay. <laughs> His father was. <laughs> what does that have to do with you? What are you trying to say here, Joe? His, his father f- fisted His father everyone fisted in town. Everyone. My father was a very sexual man. It was baby Joey is wearing a matching tracksuit to Joe Gorga, and I was like, I love this. I, I love, love that. I mean, the kids love- are beautiful, but I'm like, I don't. I just don't want. This is too intimate. No, it's weird. And so Melissa's like bathing the oldest daughter, Antonia, and to- and who's the other son? Anthony. Tony. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and so she's bathing the two of them. I love it. Will Joe Gorga pitch in? Absolutely not. He's going to hold his little mini me on his lap, like holding him like this and watching her. And he goes, tonight's the night. I'll be down. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like in front of her kids he's like tonight's the night i'll be downstairs you put the kids to bed and it, like it's like why don't you like help out in this or yeah. you want to like accelerate this like you could pitch in and then like it cuts to melissa in her talking head and she's like well antonia like gets scared of the monsters at night so she likes to sleep in the bed and joe calls her a blocker because she does like block us sometimes and then he's like, it's been four days. It's long enough. Tonight's the night. Tonight's <laughs> the night. A threat. Like, tonight's the night. I, where I finally just, like, literally fuck you for 30 seconds making this face. <laughs> and then just, like, blasting you. <laughs> Fun. I just not can't fulfilling wait. you. Not fulfilling you in any capacity. Like, 
Can you imagine? Like, Making you feel more desolate after Tonight's the night you, like, come harder than ever before, baby. Like, just, no, tonight's the night that I just, like, rail you. Tonight's the night that I... <laughs> that you that you become a cum dumpster. Yeah, tonight's the night. The countdown is on. T minus five minutes. And she's like washing her. Kids. She's like, oh fuck. She's literally it's like, like a Tuesday night. Ev- she's like, I'm tired. She's like, please stop talking about that. Like it's like in it. Like the kids are gonna catch on eventually. Kids aren't stupid. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. I'll be downstairs. You put the kid. I love you. Put the kids to bed. You give them the bath. You put the kids to bed. I love put three children to bed and then yeah. come fuck daddy. Yeah. No. Horrid. Then we cut to the Wakilis, and I wrote the Wakilis are a good family. They're a great family. Kathy's making delicious looking pork chops as per usual, and she's like still irritated at all her faux pas like she's a really tough time on real housewives of new jersey so far and it's really getting under her skin and even rich like comes up to her and he's like hey baby i want to show you something and she's like stop touching me she's like go over there like is doing just that thing. stay away from my stove yeah where you just are like don't come near me anymore i need yeah. to like just do my cooking richie and the kids bring her outside though and and i wrote oh it was like such a jersey fall moment like late early fall like crickets chirping beautiful fall it was like such a beautiful fall night a and chilly then night the kid richie bought kathy a white mercedes <laughs> to cheer to her, her up he goes better. i love my wife Teresa treats her like shit and i love her he goes my wife it is makes my me princess. disgusted because my wife is my princess my queen and at the end of the day we do anything for each other so it makes me car. disgusted when Teresa talks to my wife rude it has a giant bow on it. The kids and the kids are like perfect. They're like so happy for their parents. They love it. They're like, we'll cook while you guys ride around. I'm like, how did you make this nice family? Like where the kids are like yeah. sweet, like respectful sweeties. How well, we hear we'll learn. We'll learn that the daughter went through a lot. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay. I need to like know because I was. I'm just like when I see families like that. I'm truly. I go full how. I'm like what? Like yeah, I, I know. My family only speaks a language of like peak dysfunction. Ninety six percent of the time. Everyone. Every. I think most families do. Yeah. You're not alone. Thanks. You're not alone. Um, and then Kathy's. Kathy's like, get out of the car. I'm going in. So she takes it for a test drive around the neighborhood. Yeah. It's a real, it's like a truly wraps up so nicely. All her stress. It's like fine now. Everything's going to be Then we cut to Kim D (laughs) is having, (laughs) she's treating the girls to a showroom in the city. So she's treating Caroline, Tree, and Jack to an extra special showcase. She's like, She's like, they help me out with my showcase, so I'm going to treat them with one. And they come in, and she's already drinking a glass of wine. Caroline has her hair slicked the fuck back. <laughs> Caroline is literally LARPing as David Bowie. She put her Caroline city, looks like a power lesbian. Yeah, she put her city hair on for this excursion. She was like a 90s power lesbian in the art world. Yeah. I was so does. into it. Like, the kind of, like, in Sex in the City, when she goes... Charlotte, if you don't eat pussy, you're not a lesbian. Yeah, exactly. She's in that club. She's fully in that club. 
I love that episode. Um, and so they go, they go in. It's very sweet of you to let me bring my friends to your showroom. It's very sweet of you, honey. Should we have some wine? (laughs) Tree comes stomping in. She goes, Mm -hmm. I used to work in fashion. Yeah, Teresa used to work at Macy's. She was a buyer at Macy's. Buyer at Macy's. Now I'm an author. So she told me when I when I when I interviewed her. I love that. What happens in the scene? Um, they just kind of all talk about Teresa's journey with Joe Gorga and uh, Caroline has lost most of her patience with Tree, and she's yeah. like. Tree keeps interrupting her, and Caroline's like, you have to listen. I talk, then you listen, and then you can reply, but don't talk. And Teresa just keeps kind of interrupting her, and it's tense. And then they all end it. Kim D, Teresa reveals she's having a Friendsgiving, and then Kim D reveals that her sister, she's also in the outs with her sister, so Teresa invites her to come to her Friendsgiving. Kim D goes, my sister, too. My sister, too. My sister, too. And she does two thumbs down. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa goes, well, we're Italian, so we do lasagna. Kim D goes, you don't do turkey. Goes, oh, no, of, we course do the tur- we do of course we do the turkey. But the first course is lasagna. My sister, too. My sister, too. <laughs> then everyone's um, like, you should write Joe a letter. Yeah. So... <laughs> Teresa proceeds to completely take over Jacqueline's entire day. But first, we have a brief. We go back to Joe and Melissa's horny house of sin, where (laughs) Melissa's in the, like, hiding in the closet, just trying to, like, have a moment of respite from her fucking horned up husband. And Joe Gorga comes, like, barreling into the closet. And she's like, Joe, which dress should I wear? And he goes, Hey, we got five minutes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like, it just is like humping her and like dragging her off caveman style to like finally his, have his fleshlight way with her. His poison is like Hexus from <laughs> uh, the, the uh, Fern Gully. Like, the swampy Tim Curry, like, pollution devil. And it like takes over his body and it's like speaking through him. Yeah. His, his cum, poison his cum is, is literally the outsider. Yeah. He is. His he poison, is. his poison cum. His poison cum turns him full outsider mode. And the only way, it's like he can't even jerk it out of himself. He literally just has to, like, fuck someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Teresa goes over to Jacqueline's. Jack is like, you can tell Jacqueline's, like, not thrilled about this. No. Also, she like, knows to try and sit with Teresa as Teresa writes something is truly like, I'm like, God bless her ghostwriters because I'm sure it's like, it just seems like pulling teeth. Like Teresa is the kind of person that whose mind is always made up, but she wants other people's like opinions just so that she can like still do her thing, but like know that she's talked to someone else and like deciding that they're wrong and she's right. Does that make sense? She also, yeah, and she also is so I think deeply insecure mm-hmm. that she needs she needs like she needs someone to just be there, like as a witness to her existence. Yeah, I mean to be fair, she's going through like a real oh, tough yeah. time. Like she's this fragile. Is, like, she's fragile, and it's clear that this Joe Melissa drama is really like a 
redirection of her true like anger and sad feelings like it's yeah. not them she's mad at it's like really joe, mad at joe. and like herself jacqueline pours out a giant two giant glasses of wine and Teresa goes i sort of started writing it on her blackberry Jacqueline's- i thought that this letter too i was like gosh she's gonna write like a real like sit down she must need help she's gonna write like a four-page letter that's like thoughtful whatever and after literally it's hours go by Jacqueline at one point goes to get CJ brings him in and lays with him on the couch with her fucking heels on and then Teresa is still like trying to write this letter and at the end writing it on little notepads at the end of the letter writing process you see that it's one page that's not even like an eight by eleven piece of paper it's a literal stationary like letter I'm like it's a whole day for this and it's the most rudimentary statements. <laughs> it's literally It's like nothing. lizard brain statements. Like you are offspring of my of mother. You are offspring of mother. You spent yeah. hours sitting in a mahogany library to craft a letter that basically is like AI has written as its like first crack at a letter. Also, when she reads the first draft of it on her phone, <laughs> Jack's face as she's reading it is just like stone face. Jacqueline's like, what were you, what do you think the main thing you were missing in that letter? And she's like, what? She goes, the key to your brother's heart, his wife. And, and Teresa's like, well, most of the problem is because of his, like, it's so bizarre the way she, she wants See, to own her brother. Yeah. And she, she also just signs hates it. Melissa. Like, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, yeah. She, her lack of understanding is like that kind of person would drive me crazy like i couldn't be around that type of vibe and i mean eventually jacqueline just gives up she's like it's been all day like she gets to a point where anything Teresa says she's like yeah that sounds good then she has to drive Teresa over well, for, to Melissa. she also signs a letter love your only sister like who like, else so vin- so vindictive yeah like what yeah, other Teresa drive- would have written i know I also love when she when she rifles through her giant handbag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they drive over to the Gorgas, and she makes Jacqueline go with her. Jacqueline's like drunk and exhausted at this point. She's literally and, like, please anything to make this end. She drives her over there. Teresa's like, I gotta get out and knock on the door. I'm not gonna come all this way and not knock on the door. And then Jacqueline's like, don't do that. Like, why would you do that? And then she's like, I want to do it. And she's like, fine, just fucking do it. And then no one's home. So Teresa like jams the letter in the wrought iron gate. And then she's like, do you think that's a good spot? And Jacqueline just goes, I would notice it. Yeah. Jacqueline does not give a fuck. No. Um, But Melissa and Joe aren't home. And then we see that they were just on a jog together. Melissa is wearing a a hoodie with rhinestone crucifixes all over it. She's wearing like a juicy couture, like goth glam rhinestone hoodie her hair is in pigtail i love like a long curled pigtail for a run yeah she's like trying to work joe's poison off him yeah she's like pigtails are a definite poison pleaser and like like, maybe a jog will help yeah and they go and it's just like that's also (laughs) when like the beauty of new jersey just like hit me on their fall day when melissa goes it's so freezing and i was like northeast baby get me there 
they get home they discover it and melissa's like why don't you read it it's your sister and he's like i want to read it no the dutiful wife read must it. read the re- read the letter so she reads it and she's like, well, it seems like she's trying, like in her way, she's attempting for Teresa to be accountable. And she's like, would you be open to, to meeting him? And he goes, if she becomes Teresa Gorga again, I'll talk to her. And I was like, what? <laughs> both of yous. Both of yous. Both There's of something yous. wrong. Yeah. Teresa's letter is like, I'm sorry if I hurt you. Please call me. Love your only sister, Teresa. Is like that's not a letter. That's a note. That's literally a goes, a note to call me. We were both raised in a nice Italian home. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so the drama rages on. More in store next week. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, stay healthy. Stay healthy. Social distance. Don't. Stop fucking going outside, everyone. If you're going God, outside, please just don't. If you go I'm not outside, assuming any of. I'm not talking. I'm not assuming anyone listening to this. Is, I'm just saying in general. I'm like just everyone, like the needs, readers are smart people. They seem like the they are people that would stay they are home and take this shit you, seriously. But like honestly, I'm. If, if you see people, if you see people, like don't just just keep doing what you're doing. Stay home practice social distancing don't assume you know we're all in this together yeah i guess the thing that i'm also realizing like reading people's stories like there was something on the cut yesterday where it was like all these people talking about having to quarantine with their exes or being in situation and i was just like oh my god thank god that's not my life and like the sentiment is like this is really hard for everyone like we're all being negatively affected in various ways so that yeah, kind of like, like makes me feel a little bit better yeah and like people you know there's i saw stuff about like people who are in like abusive situations having to be with them and you know there's there's a lot of i have empathy for everyone yeah right now dealing with this and i guess but, everyone's gonna have their different ways and i feel like that's maybe just a denial factor is like people going outside trying to like have a life of normalcy but the more you go outside and gather in public places the longer it's gonna this is gonna take so like and the more sick people are the more people are gonna die yeah yeah i mean it's just like i'm sorry i don't want to be i don't want to be the debbie downer that's telling you that but i fucking have had enough like i'm sick of fucking quarantining and like I don't like social distancing as much as anyone else. Like I believe me would love to go outside and like lay, but it's just like not how it goes right now. I would love to. There's so many friends that I want to see. I have a fucking godson that I like have not even been able to hold. It sucks, but I'm not going to just like do like, (sighs) I know. Anyways, not to end this on like a down note. No, put your I quarantine heels on and stay the your quarantine time. heels. Quarantine heels are real. I'm wearing them right now. But yeah, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Put put your quarantine put your heels, heels on. Stay inside. Get up every day and just try to live each day with the most of it. Slap some quarantine heels on. We're in this together. 
You can follow Laura at LarsMarie.com. You can follow Carrie at eCarrieO. Icaro. And you can join Patreon. Join Patreon for bonus episodes. They're great episodes. Um, Patreon.com slash Podcast. We talk about a lot of shit on them, and we also do reader mail. Um, and if you are a patron, your emails get read. So send emails to us, sexuniquepodcast at gmail.com. We get a lot of juicy emails. And we do. It's a really fun time. And you can. there's merch available that is for our show. Yeah, there's merch. I'm selling now all the merch that we were going to sell at the shows. Um, and that's for sale at LarsMarie.com. And you just click on merch. And then there's a whole store. I fulfill a lot of those orders myself. And ship, so shipping is kind of slow. But I am making sure that everyone's orders get... Um, shipped eventually so yay yay and uh sending you all love and light love you all love you bye bye